You are now locked and loaded for Daily Fantasy Glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Today and every day, we are brought to you by DailyRoto.com. It is Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Tony, how you doing? Brighton on a you know Monday morning, start another week. I'm doing good. I mean, it's been a busy day. I want to alert people, though, that are big on-target fans on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Chris yeah. Meany was not on the show today. You have any idea why he wasn't on the show? No Canadian kindness today. Was there? Is there a? Um, did he get you know stuck at the border or something? I don't know what happened. He was doing a waiver wire transaction show today on YouTube, which you guys can subscribe to all our shows on YouTube. We have forty nine thousand people over there, so it's got to be good. Mm-hmm. And uh, they decided to vape for an hour, and he's not a smoker. I think he got sick. I think by but, the end of the show he could barely talk. He I was vaping he on the show. Yeah, they vaped the whole show. They did a show on vaping and waiver wires for week 11. And you guys can check it out on YouTube. And the kid, I think he's something wrong with him. He got some high heavy nicotine today. You and know, I think he was throwing up by I, the end of the show. That's definitely possible. I know. I've seen the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. They did a power hour recently. It was our guy Frank Stanfield's birthday. He ate something like 26 nuggets. And now we're vaping. 40. No, no, no. I have inside info on that, Tony. He did not oh. get to the full 40. Okay, trust me. He got to 26. There were some nuggets left over downstairs in the fantasy dungeon. I believe our guy, the manimal, Chris Bavona, <laughs> finished them off. There were only uh, sweet and sour sauce when I got to him. See, that guy's uh, no Kobayashi. Kobayashi, don't worry. Nobody's coming after you from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yeah, it's absolutely true. I do have questions about that, though, Tony. I will ask you how they separate the bun from the dog. I think that should get you uh, disqualified and like with the water and stuff. But that's another topic for another day. (laughs) We have nine games in the NBA tonight to go through, Tony. We're going to go through every game, game by game, giving you the values and telling you who you need in order to win some cash on a Monday night as usual. We also have the poll questions up for you at each position. We'll let you know, for example, at point guard, do you like Ben Simmons, Dame Lillard, Jeff Teague, or Iman Shumpert as an option for the bargain shopper today? We also have some injuries we're going to be keeping you abreast of throughout the hour as games tip. Tony, at this point, it looks like the chef, Steph Curry, is doubtful. It looks like Alfred Payton will, in fact, go today. Gary Harris is also questionable out west. Uh, What do you have implications of those so far? Yeah, so Stephen Curry, definitely doubtful tonight, looking like he's not going to play. And also, uh, Phoenix Suns, if you're looking for a cheaper point guard, Tyler Eulis is going to get the start. He can score some points out there. Uh, Gerard Bayless is out. Gary Harris's question. Alfred Payton back in tonight uh, for the Orlando Magic. Woody Dang's out in Minnesota. And one last injury news before it came out. Joaquin Noah, not that it matters, is out tonight. Oh, good. Let me take Joakim Noah out of all the lineups that I had him in. You know what? I think I'll be able to do that before we come back from break. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata on Lineup Block Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. When we come back, we go game by game. It's a nine-game slate in the NBA on a Monday. Dane and Tony, Lineup Block Live. 
friends? If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Come Greg Sussman say you. Welcome back to the smooth stylings of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. <laughs> it is Lineup Lock Live. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Hey, Tony, we got nine games to get through here in the association, but I would be remiss if I did not ask, how did the people do this week? Because remember, you've taught me money management before where I need to enter. I was ready to make this the week that we made it all back via 50-50 tournament. How'd it go? We're down $5 now as we uh, got a considerable amount of the money back by cashing in. We needed to come in. a uh, There was 8,000 people in the tournament. We needed to come to the top 4,000, and we were about 1,900 in change in the uh, tournament. So the people came through uh, back behind a Matt Stafford. There was only like three really good games. The score was low yeah. uh, this week generally. You know, Dan, I meant to ask you something. You know, What's that? You're in the education community. and. Sure. Education's great, and I think everybody should get it, but I think there's a lot of things like schools miss out on that people don't need in life, and then things they need, they don't teach them. So I've tried to you know, cover that up for my kids, okay. and I think my kid, will never, my kid will never go broke because he now knows how to play jingle bells on the clarinet and can, get a, and can stand outside any subway anytime in the United States. I think that is an absolutely important skill. And let me tell you something right here from Studio 34 and Rock and Riley's. I then take the A train all the way uptown. And that gap between 59th <laughs> Street and 125th Street, there are a lot of people that like to uh, show what they are able to do because they have a captive audience in that point in time, Tony. And I got to tell you, I agree. I don't think penmanship needs to be taught anymore because you got the little red squiggly no. line. That'll tell you when you're right, when you're wrong on the spelling, right, Don? That's everything's there now. So there's more and more things we got to do, and we've got to go. And I think one of the things is always a fallback on music because you can always play outside the subway. Fair enough, fair enough. Or inside the subway, as it were. But, Tony, we've got nine yes. games to dive into, and the first one on our slate. The Sacramento Kings are in our nation's capital to take on the Wizards. The Wizards are 11-point home favorites. The total is 210. Tony, when I look at the Washington Wizards, I always think about their guards, right? I always think about Wall, and I always think about Beal. But it sounds like tonight in the fantasy community, a lot of people are thinking about members of their front court. Yeah, when you look at the uh, Washington Wizards in this contest uh, tonight, you know, the front court is always consistent. Sacramento plays a slower pace. That's the only negative I okay. have here. Uh, but Markeith Morris is underpriced, and Marcin Gortat uh, goes against Willie Cauley-Stein, who can't defend, is actually the worst in the National Basketball Association at defending centers. So uh, we got an underpriced power forward in Markeith Morris, and we have Marcin Gortat there. So both are playable in the nine-game slate. I think they're lukewarm. I don't have them in any of my lineups, but 
I think they are certainly playable. All right, so those are viable options, but the Tony Sincata is going elsewhere on this nine-game slate. As it relates to Sacramento, do you have anybody on this team in your lineups today, Tony? And let me ask you about Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald has been good lately in his last three games, it looks like. And, I mean, for only 5,200, he's getting 22, 23 fantasy points a game. I do the math. That's more than 4X to me. Yeah, he's a guy that's uh, when he when he plays and he shoots and the ball goes in, you're going to do well. His price has increased in the last two weeks a lot. Um, I don't love him tonight. I think he's playable. I think De'Aaron Fox is a guy that's uh, playable too. We used him at the end of last week. He put up 24 fantasy points in a game there. And the best matchup on paper is Bogan Bogdanovich, uh, but he's only shoots 18% of the time, and that's his usage rate there. But they're dead last, Washington defending small forwards. All right, but as you mentioned also, Sacramento, their pace of play is not quick, so fewer possessions. So maybe we look elsewhere in this nine-game slate. Our next game is the Cleveland Cavaliers traveling to the world's most famous arena, the Mecca, Madison Square Garden, to take on the New York Knicks. The Cavs are road favorites of four and a half. The total in this game is 219. Tony, I mean, with Cleveland, LeBron, Love, anybody else? No, the, those two guys there. I like Ivan Shumpert because of the price, right? So uh, if we get any uh, any indication there, we just put him in because of the price at $3,800, 3600 and 3200 on FanDuel. The Knicks uh, turn over the ball a lot. He gets a lot of steals. So other than that, I love LeBron, Kevin Love, but Shumpert's a guy I can play too. Let me ask you a little bit about J.R. Smith. I mean, his salary on DraftKings tonight at 3800 You know, we've talked about uh, shooters and those who have a conscience and those who do not. I would say that J.R. Smith fits in the latter category of guys that do not. And yeah. remember, you talked to me about this as it related to a guy like Kyle Kuzma. It's not about your shooting percentage. It's just about getting the opportunity and accumulating. What about at the bargain basement price of 3800 What about J.R. Smith maybe in a uh, as a... Uh, you know, kind of boomer bust play. That's exactly what he is because he's going to start tonight. So he's definitely in discussion to go boomer bust. But this is what the problem is. He doesn't get any assists. He doesn't get any rebounds. He doesn't get any steals. So he's got to really score. In his last four games, he's got 18 fantasy points, 23, 17, and then 31. So he's been all over the place. And you have an opportunity. If he puts up a 31 or a 23, you'll take that. You know who else has been all over the place? My guy to 3-6 Latvia, Chris Stops, Porzingis. Porzingis averaging over 46 fantasy points a game. I understand his salary is, you know, pretty pricey at 9,600, but the usage rate is still there. Cleveland kind of middle of the road when it comes to defending the front court. What about my man KP? Yeah, he's certainly playable. This is crazy, though. I mean... Kristaps Pazingas' usage rate is 32%. So that basically, every time the Knicks score a basket, 32% of it goes through Pazingas. The next Knickerbocker is only 22%. Tim Hardaway is the only other person over 20%. These two guys are doing everything for this offense. Yeah, when you, you know, let me ask you something about how this works, Tony. If I added those up, you know, Kristaps is 32, Tim Hardaway Jr. at 22, that gets me over 50%. Does that then mean that one? One out of every two buckets that the Knicks score have Hardaway or Perzingis involved in some way, shape, or form? 
Yeah, you can go over 100% though, but because oh, okay. you get an assist, you can get an assist and someone right? scores, right? So there's the overlapping there. Yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. But that, I mean, that does speak to the fact that Hardaway and Porzingis are really two studs. Well, stud being a relative term, but they are studs for the New York Knicks. Our next game, we have the Memphis Grizzlies. They are traveling to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. The Bucks are home favorites. They're giving up four points. Right? Uh, the total in this game is 203. Tony, I want to ask you about Milwaukee as it relates to Eric Bledsoe. I don't think we have spoken much since Bledsoe has really gotten going with the Bucks. So two-part question for you, Tony. One, do you think Bledsoe is really viable? I know he's got 6,100 um, tonight, but you know maybe a little bit of a different setting. And the second question is, what is the impact on the Greek freak now that Bledsoe is starting to get his sea legs with Milwaukee? So I thought I would sit out the Greek freak when we get Bledsoe in and see what happens, but he's actually been better. He put up 64 points against the best team defensively in the league in San Antonio, and they put up 58 fantasy points against the Lakers, who are not the best team, uh, to be nice. And at 59 points against Cleveland. So he just continues to put up the money. And uh, I wouldn't play him tonight because Memphis is a very good defensive team. The total's low because they're a very slow-paced team. So I wouldn't play these Milwaukee guys tonight. I'm looking more at the other side for a little bargain. But based on the numbers, you could play Giannis Antetokounmpo with Eric Bledsoe there because he continues to get it done. Now, I like the other side of this game because – Tyreek Evans could be a guy that's going to play a lot of minutes tonight, and he's not priced for that. Jarrell Martin's the guy to watch. We don't know if he's in or out of the lineup. If Jarrell Martin is out of the lineup tonight, Tyreek Evans could get 27 minutes. He usually plays in the low 20s. If we get those extra seven minutes, it's going to be big for a guy that always shoots the ball and has the ball in his hands. Uh, Tyreek Evans is the only guy in this game that I like. All right, fair enough. So we got to keep an eye on that, Tony. Hopefully we'll have maybe an update on Jarrell Martin before the end of the hour. And also, Tony, you mentioned the idea of the Greek freak and how you can kind of play him every night, whether Bledsoe's there or not. But we got a poll question up on the small forwards because there's some, you know, there's some uh, high-end talent tonight at small forward. Kevin Durant at 9,700. LeBron James at 10,700. The Greek Freak himself at 10,800. Giannis more than LeBron on DraftKings. I think that's incredible. And then also, if you want to spend a little bit of less money, TJ Warren. But Tony, only 20% of the people are going with Giannis today. A lot of people are looking elsewhere. We'll get to those games a little bit later on. Are you surprised that Giannis is uh, so low supported? Do you think that means he might be lower owned? Yeah, he'll definitely be lower owned. I think when you look at that group, I mean, it's an amazing group. I mean, that'll all be in the All-Star game. Uh, but this one guy that sticks out to me uh, that you got to start your teams with, I think he's a little underpriced, and one of his star players will not play, so his usage rate will go up tonight. Ooh, Tony, that sounds like a tease. I don't think I know who you're talking about. Might it be that because Steph Curry is doubtful that there's an opportunity for another member of the defending champions? We'll find out. Out, okay, we've got nine games in the association. We have gone through three. We have six left to go. But Tony, I know we talked about this Knicks Cavs again. When was the last time you were on the subway in New York? We were talking about playing the clarinet. Do you know that uh, if LeBron James is on your subway, it really doesn't matter to New Yorkers? Uh, I heard that. That's an amazing thing. I once saw Scott Engel on the subway and it didn't matter to anyone else either. That's true. That's true. But that's a little bit of a different situation. We'll dig her deeper into that when we come back on Lot of Block Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
this is Greg Sussman, your fantasy football BFF, and I'm here to tell you all about the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer four questions in a row, right? And you win two tickets to the big game in Minnesota on February 4th. Make sure you're locked and loaded in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network so you always know when we're playing. The game only happens once a day, and the show changes, so make sure you listen and watch and play the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Line of Block Lock right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We're talking a lot about the subway tonight here in New York. The Cleveland Cavaliers decided to slum it like everybody else and ride the subway. Let me tell you something. This morning, fans in New York, they didn't really care. They were just on their way to work, and it didn't really matter. Hey, Tony, we got six more games to go through in the association. The next one is the Atlanta Hawks. They are in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. 218 is the total. The Pelicans are nine-point home favorites. When I think of the New Orleans Pelicans, Tony, I think of of two guys, Boogie Cousins and Anthony Davis, but I never know which one is the better play on any given night. Shed some light on the subject for me, Tom. Yeah, so DeMarcus Cousins has been outplaying Anthony Davis just by a shade bit the last uh, probably two weeks. And actually, Rue Holiday, their point guard, has played very well as the team has Rajon Rondo also on the team, uh, but he's been out with an injury, so uh, maybe Mr. Holiday is uh, making sure he'll stay on the bench uh, when he comes back to play. I like uh, DeMarcus Cousins tonight. I'm going to play him in this contest um, in here. I got enough cheap value tonight that I can get DeMarcus Cousins in my lineup. I'll still be able to get Ben Simmons in my lineup, and I'll still be able to get Kevin Durant. You look at this total, 218. It's one of the higher totals of the game. Both teams pay over pace and not a very big front court. Dwayne Dedman and Luke Babbitt, uh, not anything to write home about. Yeah, you mentioned that both of these teams push the pace of play a little bit. I was looking, Tony, at another bargain basement play. What about Etwan Moore at only 4000 on DraftKings? You mentioned that they both pay- push the pace of play. And then over on the other side, the Atlanta Hawks at the shooting guard, they don't really D up worse than the league defending against the uh, shooting guard position. What about Etwan Moore tonight? Each one more is interesting because tonight he's only 4,000 on DraftKings. He's 4,400 on uh, DraftKings. The problem is that he only gets 13% of the ball. Um, so that's a low number to go there. But when you're looking at that price tag, he could hit. He's one of those guys. He hits a couple of shots early in the game. He'll be okay. But if he doesn't shoot well early, and they don't go back to him. All right. You told me that Etuan Moore was only getting 13% of the ball. But on the other side in Atlanta, Dennis Schroeder is getting almost 30% yeah. of the usage. He's going at 7,100 on DraftKings tonight. How do you feel about Schroeder in this matchup where, like you said, they both push the pace, 218 total. And if, uh, you know, if the Pelicans are favored, that means Schroeder may have to try to do some work to get those Hawks back in it. Both the point guards in this game are really relative. If you're playing on FanDuel where you have to play two point guards, I would say that these two guys are certainly guys that you could put next to each other. I like Lou Williams right around the same, and he's a little cheaper than them, so I would pick one of these two point guards. I'll probably err on the side of Schroeder and go with him and Lou Williams in that matchup. 
All right, fair enough. The next game on our slate is the Minnesota Timberwolves. They are in Utah to take on the Jazz. They are road three-and-a-half-point favorites, the T-Wolves, that is, as they go to Utah. 208-and-a-half is your total. Now, Tony, you told me all the time that you really don't like playing guys that are going up against the Utah Jazz because they are so good defensively. However, I know that uh, Rudy Gobert is going to miss some time. Does that change the narrative for some of these Minnesota Timberwolves, especially a guy like Carl Anthony Towns? Yep, that's the guy right there. I think the big guys there, you can attack. They don't have another guy. Uh, size. Derek Favors is going to play center tonight. Uh, makes Derek Favors actually a nice play because he's going to get more minutes and is underpriced um, based on where he was two years ago after coming back last year, a year full of injuries. So Derek Favors tonight I think is underpriced on the Utah side. Kyle Anthony Towns is one of the guys that he's underpriced because they already factored in defensively against Rudy Gobert, but Rudy Gobert isn't there. So this is one of the mismatched prices that you can take advantage of. Okay, fair enough. And what about Favors himself offensively? Like, you know, you said Favors is kind of in for Gobert. Can I yeah. ride out with Gobert, uh, Derek Favors also? Yeah, so what happens here is, one, you take Rudy Gobert out of the offense, so his his uh, touch rates are gone. Someone has to pick up that slack, so he's only at 16% Dick Derek Flavors, so maybe he goes up to 20%, right? Mm-hmm. And then secondly, he picks up four or five extra minutes uh, in that playing time, and all of a sudden those numbers, uh, we got now more production and more minutes, and that equals a guy that's underpriced, Derek Favors, at $4,600 and $5,400 on FanDuel. Yeah, absolutely, and Tony, you know, you – you don't even need to tell your girl to go to, like, middle school math either, okay? That's another subject she doesn't have to go to. More opportunity plus more, uh, you know, time on the floor equals more production. That's your algebra class right there. She's good to go. Yeah, that's a, you know, it's an amazing thing when you think about it like, from that direction there. And it's always good to put real-life scenarios, and I think that's the biggest way of learning anything you know, you're going to learn in this country. I mean, I think back to it. Um, I had a, I had a fourth-grade math teacher that used to be back in the day. She would hit you with the ruler when you got things wrong. And, one that, of those was okay. long and that was okay, and right? Do, that was okay. That, yeah, it was okay then. And you learned math really fast because it was way better to get the math problem right than you hit with the ruler. And nowadays, we don't have that same, um, you know, fortitude. Yeah, like they call that incentive systems in classrooms, Tony. But sometimes, (laughs) you know, it just depends on the environment. It could be positive reinforcement or it can be negative reinforcement. But I appreciate that you're telling me pretty much I could take my little goddaughter to the track and teach her some math. I like that. I'm going to bounce that off on their parents and see if it works. Our next game is the Los Angeles Lakers going to the Phoenix Suns to take on those Suns. 227 and a half is your total. And the Suns are two-point favorites at home. When I see a total that says 227, when I see the pace of play of these two teams, and then when I see that the Suns are dead last in the league against the point guard and 27th in the league against the power forward, I got two rookies on the Lakers to ask you about, Tony. You know who they are. It is my man Kyle Kuzma and Lonzo Ball, he of the triple-double and apparently the same complexion as Jason Kidd. Yes. Yeah, so here's the hard part about this thing. Everything you said is 100% right. But, but none of these players are established, right? None of these players are established. So if they don't get off to a good start, do they get replaced? Like their minutes are not there every night to the next. 
And that's why I feel the safest about Brandon Ingram out of the Lakers group. Uh, he's the one guy that plays no matter what. He seems to get the most latitude. Uh, Lonzo Ball, great matchup for him. Kentalvis Caldwell Pope, a guy that can shoot, great matchup for him. Your guy, Kyle Kuzma, a yeah. great matchup for him. Even coming off the bench, Julius Randle I like. But all these guys, the problem is, is that if they get off to a bad start, they could lose playing time because none of it's solidified. So to me, the best guy on this pl- on this team is Brandon Ingram to play. Lonzo Ball, I would take a shot with on some lineups because they're 30th. They're dead last. Yeah. Tyler Eulis is going to get the start. Tyler Eulis is generously 5'9", and he's not <laughs> a big guy, and he's not very good on it defensively. Can Tolvis call a Pope's to spot-up shooter? Um, so he's just going to be a guy in transition that's going to make some plays there. This is a game that's going to be hard to go. Both defenses are terrible, uh, but both offenses – they're not the greatest in the world, and I think that the rotations are not set. The Lakers could go 10 deep tonight. All right, fair enough. But you mentioned both of these teams push the pace of play. Both of these teams play no defense. So what about fantasy potential on the Phoenix Suns? you got to look at a guy like Devin yeah. Booker. I mean, even though he's 8,000 on DraftKings tonight, the usage is there. And like you said, Tony, it's not like this Lakers backcourt is locking people down like they had Gary Payton in the backcourt or something. No, no, no. The two guards I love in this game. I think you got Tyler Ewis and Devin Booker are both guys that you put in the contest and absolutely love uh, tonight. And then one guy that um, is probably the, the safest play is Ty, TJ Warren. 6200 bucks tonight. Uh, they actually do a decent job against a small forward statistically, but he gets 24% of the usage rate. You still get a faster-paced game. Uh, both teams play no defense. So Booker and Tyler Ewis I like. Uh, Tyler Ewis at $3,700, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say TJ Warren will be the safe play. All right, fair enough. Hey, Tony, before we dive into this next game and we get to break, Gary Harris is someone that we were talking about at the top of the show, someone who was questionable to go for the Nuggets. Tell me about, like, you know, I remember the kid out of Michigan, I do believe, is where he went to school. But, like, tell me about the impact that he could have, not only on this lineup, but what that means if you pull on one place and, you you know, you have the other. What kind of impact and domino effect could Gary Harris's availability cause tonight? If Gary Harris doesn't play, it really, really sets up the two guards, Jamal Murray and Will Barton, as guys that you can turn to because now they'll get a couple more minutes. They're already a little underpriced uh, in this matchup tonight. And Will Barton's a guy that's going to be the sixth man of the year, possibly. He's that good coming off the bench. And you give him four or five minutes, and he's a guy that just keeps shooting, keeps shooting, keeps shooting. Uh, the problem with Will Barton, he just doesn't play any defense. Gary Harris is a guy that can play a little defense here. But their guard position has so many guards. You have Jim Murray, who's from UCLA, who can come in, and he'll score 30 points, or he'll go over 12. Will Barton's a guy that plays well. Emmanuel Moutier was a first-round draft pick playing point guard that now comes off the bench and, and, and adds instant offense because shoot three-pointers. So when you take one of the guards out of play, it becomes really significant because everybody gets four or five extra minutes. So if Will Barton does in fact get, you know, four or five extra minutes, going from, say, 29 minutes a game up to, say, 33, 34, 35, at only 6,000, might he be a play over some of the shooting guards that are in some of the the same kind of area? Guys like Brandon Ingram, who you mentioned, and guys like Lou Williams, who we're going to talk about a little bit as well? 
I think he's close to Lou Williams. I think he would be right under Lou Williams, but I think he'll be ahead of the rest of those guards. All right, fair enough. When we come back here on Lineup Lock Live, we're going to dig into this Trailblazers Nuggets matchup a little bit more. And then, Tony, on the West Coast, we got a couple of games that uh, have higher point totals. The defending champions are home against Orlando. And we also got an interesting game with the quote-unquote other L.A. team. I'd be very interested to see a matchup of DeAndre Jordan and Joel Embiid. I'll tell you one thing. Emojis will be at play on social media. When we come back, we'll dig into those matchups. And we'll also uh, find out how did Tony know that yet again a tight end would score a touchdown against the Giants yesterday. Is uh, Does he have a crystal ball or has it happened every week this year? Come on back. Lineup Lock Live. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. It's Line of Block Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network where Dane Martinez learns to be big pimping like the Tony Sincata. Tony, we were talking about this Denver-Portland game. We were talking a little bit about the Nuggets' backcourt, but when it comes down to it, Nikola Jokic is really the stud of this team in the daily fantasy community. Can we ride him out tonight? Absolutely. I, when you look at Nikolai Jokic, it's, it's so funny because there are certain nights when the lineup isn't great, and I'm always afraid to leave that guy out because he could have 60 or 70 points uh, based on uh, the way he operates, where he uh, rebounds, he runs, he does a little bit of everything. Uh, I don't have him in my lineup tonight, so I'm hoping to God that he doesn't go off. But it's always one of those scary things when it comes to Nikolai Jokic. All right, fair enough, and I like your pronunciation right there. How many people do you think will be entering lineups and intend to put in Nikolai Jokic and instead put in Nurkic? Because, I mean, they rhyme. They confuse me sometimes. Is it Jokic? Is it Nurkic? I was getting confused. Do you think it's possible that some mistakes like that will be made in the DFS community tonight, Tom? Yes, I think it could absolutely have it. And you know what? They were both on the same team two years ago to add to the confusion. Uh, they were both on the Denver Nuggets, and uh, they decided that they couldn't play together. And they If had I was to the equipment manager, I would have messed up. I would have given the guys the, the wrong jerseys every night. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'll tell you what, Nurkic, I don't like his play tonight and the price there. He's a good player as well, though. Uh, but tonight, not a guy I'm looking at there. You know, it's so crazy with the Portland Trailblazers trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do uh, there. you got the offensive dominated uh, by both little guards there. So Nurkic, not the guy tonight. All right, fair enough. But when we talk about Portland, we also always have to, you know, talk about the backcourt. Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. When I look at it also, I think Lillard at least has the good matchup. It looks like Denver is not strong defending the point guard. Could it set up for Damian Lillard tonight? Yeah, it could actually be better. Uh, we mentioned that Gary Harris situation and who right. it would help out in that there. 
it actually would help out um, from a defensive standpoint um, if for both those guys, C.J. McCollum and Damon Lillard, uh, if Gary Harris is out. He's a better defender out of those guards that are uh, now in Denver. All right, fair enough. Let's go to our next game, Tony. And this is where the defending NBA champion Golden State Warriors, they are up next. They host the Orlando Magic. 232 is your total. Highest total on the board, I do believe. But here's the other number, Tony. The Warriors are 14-point favorites. So I know, Tony, when you see a big spread like that, sometimes you worry about will the stud still be in in the fourth quarter. When I also combine that, where you made the uh, note that Steph Curry is questionable to play tonight, it makes me wonder about you know which Golden State Warrior is the guy to use. And after I think about all that, I just go with Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Durant's a little underpriced, and he's the guy that's out of play. But I think him and Jermon Green are both two guys uh, that you can use tonight. They're weak against uh, front court. Aaron Gordon's a guy that's played very well this season, but he's not the type to cover a big power forward and a big bulky power forward. He's more of a, a wing-type player there and can shoot the threes and get up and down the court. You know what's shocking to me, though, about this 14-point spread? What's that? Is that... What would be the spread if Stephen Curry played? Slightly more than 14, I guess. <laughs> I, I, but I'm saying he's got to be worth at least four points, right? You would think so. I don't know if that means that they're actually 18 or 18 and a half points better. Do you think that <laughs> – no, but do you think that people – they set the line and then you see Steph Curry at, and people – and the odds makers are like, yeah, but that just means that, you know, like you said, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, you know, Kevin Durant, they still just pick up the slack in essence. It is still a home game for a team that's, you know, not good from the Eastern Conference coming all the way across the country. Maybe it doesn't really matter. I don't know. I mean, I look at a guy like Curry, and I would say that it would have to be so. That was the first one. I'm saying 14. I said, man, what is it going to be if uh, if he played in this one? So in this game, though, I like I like Draymond Green. I like um, Kevin Durant, and I think both those guys are absolutely playable. Now on the other side, Nikolai Vukovic is always going to be something that's interesting to me uh, because Zaza Pachulia is not a good right. defender in the paint. But that's where the point spread comes in. How long does he play? How much does he stay in it? So if you think that they can get 28, 32 minutes from Nikolai Vukovic, he is a guy certainly worth playing at $7,200 today on DraftKings. He'd be the only one I'd play because Shelvin Mack was another guy people were looking at. That was based on Alfred Payton being out. Alfred Payton is getting a start in tonight's game. What about Aaron Gordon, Tony? Aaron Gordon at 7,400. You talked about it a little bit when you were talking about the Warriors. You talked about Aaron Gordon as a guy who scores, runs up and down the court. You mentioned how Zaza doesn't really D up. But, I mean, you know, the entire front court is not like it's huge for Golden State. What about Aaron Gordon at 7,400? I think that he's going to draw Dramon Green in, a, in the matchup tonight. I think Zaza Pachulia will take Nikolai Vukovic. Uh, so I think that he's a tough defender. He right. can get under you a little bit. And uh, I, I'm not going to go ahead and play that matchup. I think people will because of the high total. If you play like half the slate, like if you play a late slate lineup, he certainly comes into play. All right, fair enough. And as you mentioned before, we got a poll question up at small forward, and Kevin Durant is, in fact, leading that poll right now. 30% of the vote go to Kevin Durant, and that's a way you could maybe save 1000 over LeBron James, who's at 25%, and over the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo at 20%. You could save $1,000 with a guy like Kevin Durant. I think that is a very interesting option. The last game on this slate, 
tonight, Tony. The Philadelphia 76ers, they are in L.A. to take on the Clippers this time around. The Clippers are one-point favorites at home. 218.5 is your total. So that's another interesting total. And, Tony, I mean... I got to tell you, when I see the 76ers, you remember how you talked about with the Knicks, how there was Kristaps Porzingis and there was Tim Hardaway Jr. And then there was a precipitous drop to everybody else. Well, the same thing is in play for Philly. If you take Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and you add up their usage rate, you get to 51%. That is over half. I've been telling you before, I love both of these guys. If they are healthy, I love both of them. And I'm going to lean towards Joel. Embiid this time around because of the matchup defensively against guys like Jordan and Blake. I'm going to go Ben Simmons in this contest and thinking he's going to get a lion's share of the work as as we go by the usage rate, but I'm going to stay away from Joel Embiid. I'm a little worried about DeAndre Jordan and Joel Embiid. These two guys talk so much. I could see something bad happening here with these two guys getting kicked out of a game or whatever. I'm going to stay away from these two guys because they're both a little crazy. They both like to talk. They both like to have a little fun on the court. Um, I think they're going to bring out the best in each other defensively as well. So some nights I think DeAndre Jordan goes through the motions. That ain't going to happen tonight. Not tonight. Because he doesn't want to read about it on he don't want to read about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stick with Ben Simmons in this one. And you know what's amazing about what you talk about in the low usage rate? Robert Covington pulled some really good numbers up. Uh, with only getting 16% of the usage rate. And tonight, he'll probably have Blake Griffin on him, who's not very good defensively, and could be a guy that slides under the radar. Now, from the Clippers, you've got to use a guy here for salary cap relief. Uh, in the starting lineup tonight is going to be Sindarius Thornwell. He's going to get the start at point guard tonight. He's the minimum salary on both sides. Uh, so 3400 on FanDuel, 3000 on DraftKings. Because of that price tag, he can get in your lineup tonight, and he'll be absolutely a guy that can help you uh, save some money and put some cash. Uh, because I'm using Sindarius Thornwell, I'm actually able to get Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and DeMarcus Cousins in my lineup tonight. All right, fair enough. Thornwell may be a viable punt play at point guard tonight at only $3,000 on DraftKings. I agree with you, Tony. That's why before the break I said social media will probably be a buzz. They will be fighting via emojis. Joel Embiid and uh, DeAndre Jordan, definitely guys that utilize the social media. Another guy we just have to talk about real quick. What about Blake Griffin? Do you see Blake Griffin being able to produce tonight? He's at 8700 they're 12th in the league uh, against power forwards, defending front power forwards. Uh, so that gives them a little less than uh, a great matchup. But he does get more usage rate with Danilo Gallinari out, Patrick Beverly out. So I think he's an okay play. I just think there are other options there uh, they can go. He's very similar in price tag to Ben Simmons, and I lean towards Ben Simmons. All right, fair enough. Hey, Tony, you got a poll question up, and one of the intriguing ones that I'm looking at right now is the uh, powered forward options that you have. Remember, if you want to follow along, you can on our polls at the Tony Sincata at Spit and Speeds as well. The power forwards you have up are Boogie Cousins at eleven three hundred and uh, Anthony Davis at eleven thousand, Derek Favors at forty six hundred, and then Draymond Green at seventy six hundred. I am, I you know. 
I notice the almost $7,000 difference between the New Orleans Pelicans Twin Towers and a guy like Derek Favors, only 4600 This has to be because of the Rudy Gobert injury. 41% of the people are riding with Derek Favors here at 4600 Tony, how do you feel about what the people are doing? I understand the value at the price point, but does he have a chance to actually approximate what a guy like Boogie Cousins or Anthony Davis might do tonight? He'll he'll do it when, when he go four or five times the uh, value. Relatively yeah, speaking, what yeah. I did is I, I yeah I've actually used Demarcus Cousins and Favors in tonight's lineup. Uh, you're using Favors at an underpriced price like that is going to allow you to get one of those big guys in there. So with Thornwell, I'm able to do it. With Favors, I'm able to do it. And um, a guy like Stabo Cephalosha is another guy at 3700 bucks tonight uh, that I'm putting in there on the cheap for people to go out there and grab. All right, fair enough. Hey, quickly, Tony, before we hit this break, what about at center? Because you were saying how you might be off Joel Embiid a little bit, worried about the social media aspects of his matchup with DeAndre Jordan. The other options are DeAndre Jordan at 6700 Carl Anthony Towns at 86 and v- and Vucevic, who you were talking about. But Cat is only at 8600 I think that's a low price for him, yet only 20% yeah. of the people want him. Can you get Cat in? I, you know what? I'm using favors there because they let you play him at power forward okay. or center on DraftKings. But at FanDuel, you don't have that luxury. At FanDuel, I would use Kyle Anthony Towns because he's underpriced because the price was set with Rudy Gobert as his defender. Rudy Gobert isn't there tonight. Kyle Anthony Towns has got four inches on Derek Favors. Fair enough. Oh, baby, you. We've got what you need, and it's Tony's lineup when we come back on Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Chris stops Porzingis, averaging over 46 fantasy points a game. What about my man, KP? Chris stops Porzingis' usage rate is 32%. So that basically, every time the Knicks score a basket, 32% of it goes through Porzingis. The next Knickerbocker, Tim Hardaway, is the only other person over 20%. These two guys are doing everything for this offense. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Oh, Tony, I don't see you waving your uh, hands from side to side like a windshield wiper, like is required any time you hear this song, Hip Hip Hop Hooray, Hip 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 Hop, Hip Hip Hop Hooray. But it's because instead... What's happening is you got to make the people some money, so I know you are focused on your NBA lineup. We have nine games, so a lot of options. Tony, flop the nuts. Make the people some cash tonight. I was trying to figure out what Las Vegas should put the line on the next time the Giants play on a tight end scoring because uh, I, like you, was wondering the same thing. I was was talking to Mike Cardano by text the other day, and the Atlanta Falcon uh, defensive end had a sixth sack of the game. And I'm saying, like, at what number sack does the uh, coach say – Maybe we should put a tight end on that side or a running back to block over there with the lineman. Is it after six sacks? Is it after five, after eight? When do we make that decision? And when do the Giants decide to put maybe a safety or a linebacker or both on a tight end? Since every single game this season, every game, a tight end scored. This is insane. 
I don't think the Giants put a safety there because regardless of who the person is, the person will want to have to still try in order to make a tackle, which is something that Janoris Jenkins certainly was not trying. Eli Apple has not been trying for weeks. As it relates to the pressure on Dak Prescott, maybe it's the ninth one because they certainly didn't do it, but it might have been the level, Tony, where they go and try to get an appeal for their star running back so that uh, they can't pin their ears back and rush. We might have crossed that threshold, though, Tone. I'll tell you what, the poor uh, Cowboys, if you could say such a thing, is they lose Ezekiel Elliott, but what was unheralded coming into that game is losing their starting tackle, tackle really, yeah. really put them behind. Yeah, put them behind, and, and that's how uh, that game played out. So we'll see what happens this week when he's back. Here's the lineup for tonight. Eamon Schump at $3,600. Uh, Sidarius Thornwell, $3,000 at shooting guard. Thebo Cephalosha in Utah. He'll get extra playing time uh, in that game, and he's the guy that can get a couple steals in Minnesota, a little loose with the ball at 3,700. And then bringing in the studs, DeMarcus Cousins, 11,300. Uh, Derek Favors, 4,600. Ben Simmons, 8,500. Kevin Durant, 9,700. And Lou Williams, 5,600s. Lou's a cool name if you have a boy like that. Lou's a cool name. Lou and I think um, Blake. Those are two cool names. All right, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if you can get them rising up the uh, most most used <laughs> names for boys, just because people are listening to Lineup Lock Live. Hey, Tony, uh, you know someone hit in the DKMS tournament uh, for the for the yes. trivia contest on Friday, but we're still going to be giving out more tickets. And here's the thing: all you got to do is you got to get four questions right, then you can get tickets for two up to that big game where Justin Timberlake is. Uh, doing the halftime show. But really, honestly, Tony, it's about learning how you could fight the disease that is blood cancer. You could be a bone marrow donor. You could be a blood donor. And so this way, you know, even if you don't get the questions right, you're still learning how you could be a stud. Tony, tomorrow there's only three games in the NBA. So I think maybe we're going to talk a little bit about uh, quarterbacks for week 11 as well. You mentioned how it was low scores, but Tony, do you remember what running back I bounced off you last week that I wanted to play in my lineup that I thought it was going to be a big week for DeMarco Murray. Do you remember that? when I was, And you were like, oh, his usage wasn't there. And I was like, he's the healthiest he's going to be. He had not one, not two, See, but three touchdowns last week. I wish we had more time. Let's talk about this at the start of the show tomorrow because okay. uh, I want to explain this. This is a great, great analogy here. Okay. Oh, you're going to leave me hanging. Once again, Tony, you are a master journalist, master of the tease. So tomorrow, everyone, tune in because Tony's going to make pretty much he's going to set me straight with an incredible analogy. Then we're going to go and go through the three games in the association. And then we're going to talk about quarterbacks for week 11. And, Tony, I'm putting my foot down. We're putting them in another $50, 50-50 lineup. We're going to get the people back in the black here on Lineup Lock live. See you tomorrow, Tony.